Yeah, we don't want nobody telling us what to do. We don't want nobody pushing us around. I apologize. But tell me, just what is it that you want to do? Well, we want to be free. We want to be free to, to do what we want to do. We want to be free to ride. We want to be free to ride our machines without being hassled by the man. And we want to get loaded. And we want to have a good time. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to have a good time. We're going to have a party. This is the Bikers Lifestyle Podcast. <laughs> I'm Dirty. I'm Tank. How's everybody today? Today we have. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, sorry, yeah. We might as well. We have Gopher. All we got is your head. You're leaning back because he's, he's all our, fucking cool. Like. He's our unofficial guest for today. <laughs> I'm Gopher, but I don't go for cheap. <laughs> go for anything, but. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, this is a podcast about nothing. This is the Seinfeld podcast. The Seinfeld. I have, Seinfeld <laughs> I, have, I have zero topic in mind. I'm just, I'm just here. Well, we had a guest lined up. We did, and uh, at the zero hour, he bailed. So dog ate his homework. He dog a, ate his homework. Had a flat tire. Some, some shit happened. <laughs> so uh, whatever. Don't the show really must go care. on, and here we are. Stepped in a puddle and got a wet foot. So you know, I, I, as you know, brothers, I've been spending some time down Florida this winter. Yeah. I had to come up for my dad's funeral. Yeah. But, um, God, it sucks in the wintertime up here with that fucking snow and ice in the ground. Yeah, no, it's no fun whatsoever. Because I was riding just last Friday, and I ain't rubbing it in, brothers, but. I haven't seen my driveway in, like, a month and a half. It's just snow because I don't shovel it all the way. And, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's winter. It's Wisconsin. You eat it. You deal with it. I I had to throw some salt on mine because plowing snow. Yeah. I, I never do mine. This is well. I mean, <laughs> I'm in and out of the house so much. You know, I never have a chance. Oh, it's know? like a mechanic's motorcycle is always the shittier bike because the last thing he wants to do when he gets home is work on his own shit. You know. Well, I mow I mow yards for a living in the summertime, and my yard usually gets about that tall before I. They can't see you. Oh yeah. Uh, so a yeah. foot. <laughs> <laughs> it goes to seed before I mow it. Imagine a foot. That's mm-hmm. how tall it is. Yeah. But uh, up here, people get a little pent up, don't they? Yeah, it gets weird in the wintertime. It gets, it gets weird up here in the wintertime, cabin man, not fever. being able to. Cabin fever. Cabin fever. And I see it happen on our page, too. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, wintertime, people get riled up real fucking easy, super fucking quick. Yeah. You have, yeah. More, you have more fights yep. on a Sunday in hammies than you do during the week it's usually the, the women though not the men like the, i think the girls fight more at hammies don't they yeah bar oh, fights yeah. happen more in this in the winter time for sure it never fails sitting around i'm always telling people man it's too goddamn cold to go outside and fight yeah that's why we stay inside and fight no <laughs> but no it's it's what else are you gonna do you know when you're whole deal is riding motorcycles and it's you know getting out there in knees in the breeze and then you can't do it for four or five months. And I'm not going to pretend like I'm one of them psychos that wants to go riding when it's 20 below zero oh, outside. And so, no. <laughs> fuck that. I don't do any of that shit. Nope. 
Uh, you, don't, you don't have the heated underwear? The heated, I don't know. The, heated, know, oh, the heated vest? Ever or? since I broke my neck, man, anything under 50 degrees, by the time I get back from that ride, I ain't, <laughs> you know, I'd be the unsafest guy out there because I'd be like, where'd he go? Yeah. <laughs> where'd he go? Oh, yeah, I got shitbox knees. Anything under 40 degrees and I'm fucking hobbling. Mm-hmm. But you know? we got listeners out there, hopefully, but we got people on our page, I know that. All three of them. All three of them. We have some fans. Yeah, that's right. A fan. Our yep. fan. But uh, it's a different scene. It's a different biker scene down in Florida, man. Yeah. No, it's, I w- it's a lot more chill. Yeah, I watch a lot of uh, YouTube videos like uh, Shade Tree Surgeon. And, you know, he's down. He's actually somewhat by you. He's like in uh, Ybor City, Tampa area. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's a little north of me. You know, he'll put out a video once or twice a week, and it's him and his buddies bombing around going to bars doing all sorts of crazy shit and it's january yeah you know i actually i binge watch the shit out of that guy's channel in the winter time because it's almost like i'm going along for a ride. <laughs> you know what i mean like oh that's the shit i'd be doing you know but you know yeah winter time you just figure out a hobby my hobby is trying to put my bike back together usually every year because i have to tear it apart and fix something that's a pretty good hobby to have in winter fix the bike that's why I would say probably the Midwest, you, you'll see a lot of cooler bikes come out in the spring because... I ain't got nothing else to do. You got nothing else to do, and you can't, you know, you, it's okay to have the bike down for two, three months because you can't ride it anyways because it's cold as fuck outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah, it gets cold. It gets cold in Florida. Well, yeah, yeah, all the way down into the 50s. Ooh, no, 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 no. We, we, we hit like 42 one day. It was terrible. Holy shit. Oh, my God. Wow. I, I survived it. It was two days long. I'm looking forward to the 41-degree <laughs> day that they're calling for next week. I'm like, shh. Oh, okay, 40, 41 in the wintertime in Wisconsin. People are barbecuing in shorts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I would have taken the bike out if it was put back together. Yeah. But, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is, man. My, my cold weather days are, are long gone, too. I, I'm with you, brother. I'm I've seen a snowstorm once in Atlanta City, or uh, Atlanta, Georgia. And, boy, I'll tell you what, 148 car pileup. Well, they got like one plow for the whole state, you know. What I mean? <laughs> right, and it was being borrowed out already. Yeah, so, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> I went uh went to Kentucky once, and uh, it was like November, December, and it started snowing in Indiana, and it's amazing how people just one state down have no idea how to drive what? when no. it comes to snow. Just they lose their goddamn minds. They're either trying to do the exact same speed that they were doing when it was dry out and they're crashing their shit, <laughs> or they're going 10 miles an hour on the fucking interstate. Yeah, that sounds about right. So, Yeah, and uh, Indiana is just flat, so you get nothing but whiteouts Yeah, every time it snows. So, Gopher, tell us a cool yeah. truck driving story. Uh, I was shifting gears one time. Yeah, That'll hell happen when you drive a truck. And then there was a red light, and I had to put it in neutral. You want to talk about lot lizards real quick? <laughs> yeah, just watch out for them lot lizard skin boots. They'll suck the socks off your feet. Really? Yep. Nice. <laughs> you just, yep. Oh, what do you yep. call a lot lizard with a mattress strapped to her back? No idea. An owner operator. Nice. <laughs> nice. See how I did that? Yeah, nice. Lot lizard good. and yeah. a truck driving story. All right, everybody, that was Gopher. It was nice to have him here today. All right, we'll <laughs> see you later, okay? Layers, yeah, yeah. layers. Yeah. Yep. No, that's actually, you know what? Because I'm a welder for a living. I'll tell you right now, I am seriously considering becoming a truck driver. Don't. Why? Because <laughs> when I started truck driving over 20, 30 years ago now, um, it was a different world. 
Yeah. Now, you see the new generation of drivers and cars, right? Right. Okay. Same number of new generation of drivers that have never driven a truck before. It's the same problem. I mean, there's no camaraderie out there no more. There's no... I mean, you got people that can't even speak fucking English. Right. You know? I mean, it, you can't, you know, you got too many big companies out there. They're all, you know, worried about their bottom line, not yours. Uh, the rules and regulations out there, I mean, shit, you can't make any money. You're making 13 bucks an hour on an average if you add up all your hours that you're away from home. Well, no, I hear you. You know, and no. It. It's not that fun anymore. It's not. It, it's a worse headache than working at a nine to five. Well, here's well, here's why I bring it up. Because I notice a lot of bikers also drive truck. It seems to be bikers and truck drivers. You know, th- th- you know they, they. That's true. They meet up a lot. Yep. There are a lot of bikers that are truck drivers. And, I mean. It kind of makes sense, you know. If you if you enjoy the open road on two wheels, then for a job, you might as well jam down the same road in eighteen wheels and get paid for it. Yeah, I agree. You know, but you know, I hear what you're saying. I've heard the same story. A lot of foreigners coming over here, and you know, and uh, companies aren't paying what they used to. They're more stringent. The laws are crazier than ever. Yeah, you can only yeah. drive so many hours a, a day. Well, and see, that's what screws you up. I mean, and... you could be two hours from home, an hour from home. And when your truck now, because you have an electronic logbook. That, Shuts down, you know, right? Yeah. It, your truck will tell you, you know, hey, you got such and such how much time to get shut down. There's a truck stop, you know, so many miles away, blah, blah, blah. You're an hour from home. Uh, no, I'm going home. But that truck won't let you. Now, is that just with the bigger outfits, or is that with most? Mostly, yeah. yeah. Um, but there's trying to, you know, narrow it down. I believe it's uh, anything under 15 trucks does not have to have any of that hooked up. Oh. So owner operators, you know. So, but if you're leased on with a bigger company, right, you have to have that in your truck. And more than likely, starting out, you're going to be, you know, leased on to a bigger company. Right. Company driver. So. But, yeah, and then you just become a number. Well, yeah. But it's not like working in a factory is any better. Well, at least they see your face every day. You know, They'll they, still they, shit can you, though. Trust me. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, they still know who you are. I mean, <laughs> yeah, these well, bigger yeah. companies, you call in on the phone. Yeah. And you could talk to this girl five times a week, and she won't know who you are. Right. Yeah. Until you tell her your time card number. But as long as that check clears. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, uh... So we're talking about you and 18 wheels. Let's talk about you and two. How old were you when you first got on a bike? Six. What five, was it? Five on a three-wheeler. Six on a... With them it balloon, was, uh, the three-wheel with the balloon tires that we yep. all like t- took yep. diggers on on court turns? Uh, oh, yeah. I remember the first time I, yeah, I took oh, a yeah. corner and put my foot out. Can't go, <laughs> can't go more than four miles an hour and turn it. Yeah. That thing will rip you right off that thing. Um <laughs> It was a 50 Trail Boss, I think. Honda. Yeah. yeah, the big red machine or whatever the fuck they yep. were called, or yep. big red 10, I think. It, it, was, it had some uh, weird thing. It was my cousin's, and uh, they used to li- live out on a farm. And then funky tires on it. Oh. Yeah. I took a digger five feet and never did again. Well, so what, what was the first motorcycle? Was it a dirt bike? 
Oh yeah. Okay. I've had, I have. What's the first street bike you remember? 440. The first one I bought and it was absolutely mine. Um, was a 440 Kawasaki. It was an 86, so I had the six speed, wow. but it was chain driven, not belt. Wow. Yeah, because you were on sport bikes when I met you. I think you had that Gixxer you had. Yep. Well, the 440, that's a cruiser, ain't it? No, 440 well, LTD it, was a, it was an LTD, so it was more of the sporty cruiser style. Well, what, what year was that? It was an 86. Yeah, well, see, it was right around when they were transitioning yeah. over to that crotch rocket style. So. And then I had, after that one, I went to a GS, Suzuki GS 650, and that's what sold me on Suzuki's. I mean, yeah. they're... They had the handling characteristics, oh, just man. not the, the looks and the style. Whether it be a quad or whether it be a bike, Suzuki's always been just so ahead of their time as far as that field goes. Yeah, until the transmission goes, then you're fucked. Yeah, but you that's why you don't see too many Suzuki's out there for sale, man. No, I know, I know. You know, that's what my dad always said. You know, you always buy something that's not for sale. You see a ton of Polaris's out there, but you don't see too many Suzuki's. You know, We're going to bash on Polaris now. You just well, like, Oh, the wait. Indian's the best motorcycle ever that just got made. I'll <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, ponder on that one for a minute. Yeah, but, uh, so <laughs> There's this thing on the internet. It's called Facebook. <laughs> and on Facebook, there's these things called motorcycle groups. And apparently, everybody loves Indians now. Uh-huh. And they yeah. just started making them? Yeah, well, I mean. I never heard of them. Obviously, they're the best. <laughs> <laughs> Now, I will tell you, my first Harley was in between that Kawasaki and that Suzuki. Yeah? What was, was the a, first Harley? It was an old Ironhead. Oh. 900. Nice. So it was probably a 900, That's, so it was probably, what, 77, 78? 76 or 77. because yeah, I think around 79, I think, was the first year of the thousands. Yeah. This one still had Maybe the... Maybe 78. This one still had the gears on the right. I'm wrong, Goofy I know, foot, but, yeah. you know. I always oh, okay. wanted to switch the throttle over to the left. Well, Goofy Foot's pre-73. I think... Uh, 73, it was mandated by the NTSB. Oh. Was it? Yeah. Well, maybe this was, maybe this was a 73 then. Because yeah. I had to, I remember it had the right yeah. thing. That would be a nine. It would be right about this. You know, there's our three listeners right now, you know, are... Find <laughs> it out in the comments. Yeah, yourself. yeah, no shit. Go on the Facebook page. Wasn't, let us it, all tri- know wasn't it Triumph that had the left throttle and the... Uh, hand clutch on the right side I, I well triumphs had a goofy scenario too but you know england and other things on the wrong side anyways all right but like uh as far as like a hand shifter i mean i don't know how many different motorcycle companies had hand shifters and try to figure out what you know it only sticks out in my mind because i watched yeah. some movie where uh this kid's never even been on a motorcycle he was on a mini bike that was it yeah and so he had to learn how to ride a motorcycle for that movie, mm. and that's what they gave him to learn on. Well, I remember Bull Tacos had uh, the shifter on the other foot. Yeah, yeah. Yep. But I think Bull Tacos is a Swedish bike, I believe. Yeah. So, I've always actually really liked Moto Guzzi or Moto, Moto Guzzo, whatever the, the Italian house. ones there. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, that's kind of a Ducati. You know, kind of what Ducati started. You, you look at sitting on them though, the way that that motor is with that air. It seems like it would it really impede on your legs. But it's you know? supposed to be like the weird most looking ultimate design. I mean, that's what they Italians have BMW, always had you know? great cafe bikes. Well, that's what they say about the BMWs. Ah, see, that's they're, just they're one bike I can't get into. They, well, they're supposed, you know, because of the way I can't get into the looks it's of set them, up. It's supposed to have such a nice low center of gravity. It's supposed to just handle like fucking magic. That's but what I hear. Yeah, I've read. Yeah, I, I know everybody that I've ever talked to that finally broke down and bought one will never buy another bike. 
What? A beamer? Yep. Yeah. Dude, but them guys are crazy. I, I just, I can't bring myself to do it. Dude, it, them boys, fucking snow tires, fucking, they, they, right, they're probably out there riding right now laughing at us. <laughs> fucking Harley guys won't do this shit. Right. I don't know, I met, I met a one percenter at an A-bait camp out a few years back who was uh, from Minnesota. Yeah. Had big knobby tires on his Harley. Yeah. He, oh. he rode year, year round, too, so. Not a different breed. I can't do it. No, I, why would you want to, right? I, That's why they had heaters in cars. I don't know. I've done it. I've done it, too. I don't need to prove anything else to I myself. Did <laughs> I did it on that 440, man. Uh, transmission in my car. I was a kid, you know. Yeah. My transmission in my car was oh, blown yeah. up. I had no money. Guess who was out there in a snowmobile, snowmobile yeah. suit riding back and forth to work on a little 440? Yeah, you just, you know. I can't, I can't even say... I was a kid. I, last year, <laughs> me, and, me and a brother were fucking out riding around the day after Christmas. It started out, it was 41 degrees. When I got home, it was like 29. But It was you and Patrick, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the guy uh, was supposed to be here tonight, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Asshole. The last year, Oli, we all rode. Yeah, you guys rode out there, too. Remember, we all rode out to, uh, did we go to Vegas Club? And then we rode oh, back. Yeah. And we rode back, man. It was it was like thirty two degrees. Man. Oh, it was fucking <laughs> raining. And rain, yeah. And and uh, it so sounds I, like the old frosty balls. Well, right I, there. I look at I look <laughs> yeah. over at Oli, and Oli's got his hood up, and he, he looked like uh, that Kenny off of uh, yeah, South yeah. Park. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right now he's just shivering too. That was when he bought that uh, that breakout. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. he's just, just shivering. Yeah, you got to do whatever you got to do to survive, oh, man. man. Well, you have nothing to hide behind on now. Well, no. you had that. You had the diner. Yeah, I had diner. I had nothing to hide behind either. Right. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> just eat shit the entire way. Yeah, you, re- <laughs> you really you don't realize how truly retarded you are. <laughs> right. Until you're out in the elements on a motorcycle. Everybody wants to look cool as fuck yeah. riding around in their scooter until no it gets shit. cold, and you don't give a fuck <laughs> what you look like. Give me all the helmets, all the giant mittens. I don't care. <laughs> Wrap me up in an Afghan. I, I don't care. I want an Arctic. I don't fox. give a fuck what I look like. I just want to be warm. Yeah. I hear you. <laughs> I want to get an Arctic fox hat. Yeah. When yeah. I'm great, big, you know, man, they just look so warm. Like one of them Russian hat, yeah. hat yep. things. Yeah. Yep. Probably have to strap it down though, otherwise it fall off. Um, I was talking uh, that Zach ride that we did. There was a yeah. oh, in couple March guys last that, year, that yeah. had them, and I talked to them about it, and they said there is a strap. Oh, nice. From the inside. Oh, I gotta but, say that that so. that ride, shortest ride ever that raised the most money. There, we should have gone into the Guinness Book of World Records on that. Yeah. It was um, raised a ton of money for that kid. We are doing but a it was, memorial But it was party. like a, a mile and a half. I think it was like 1.7 miles. Yeah. From, yeah, bar, so two from miles. bar to bar. Yep. <laughs> yeah. 5,000 plus bikes. I know yeah, about the time we started good. actually going, five well, the minutes. Pack, the, the, the pack three, was three, in. What, three minutes later, we're slowing down because we're uh, the lead's already at the stop. Well, yeah, because <laughs> the pack was in and, and at the table. And it was still leaving at at, uh, yeah. at Happy Hollow there. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of people. Yeah, but that we, was. I got there is a, a party being planned. Oh, good. A memorial party. That was for a good cause. That we're I mean, involved. Good, in. good, yeah. good. So. So, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. There's that. There, there is, is that. There is that. I don't oh. know where to go from there, but we'll figure it out real quick. Um. You guys see that new fucking ad that Harley had about? Nobody ever put a Polaris up on their bedroom wall. Yeah, and about yeah. that. What do you think about that? Harley throwing some shade at Polaris. Oh, no kidding. See, I don't know. I think it's going to backfire on them. I think if once Harley starts talking <laughs> shit like that, 
Well, well, they've made such sound decisions lately oh, you know, yeah. with the well, electric you know, motorcycle. Harley yeah. Davidson is <laughs> the American-made bike, and Polaris could throw that right back into their face because Victory is the only bike that everything is 100% made right here. I would in the beginning. Fact, I would have to fact check that. In the beginning, <laughs> towards <laughs> the end, it was about 80%. Right. All things are right. factual on the Biker's Lifestyle podcast page. Don't they, Google it. See, I, word I didn't it. know. I All didn't even factual. know back then. I didn't even know Victory was. You're right. You're right. I didn't even know Victory was part of Polaris until I read that. And I'm like, read it. And here it's a metric Well, bike. do you know the story behind them? That's a well, metric bike. I know it is. I, I own one. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, so, yeah. I, yeah, I figured you'd know exactly you, what I'm you rent You wrench it in, in metric, but. The st- I mean, the guys that started Victory were were from Harley, mm. and they were engineers. They left Harley and they uh, they waited their five years for the, or however many, waited out the no competition clause that they had from Harley and. All right. They designed uh, the motor was a V ninety two C is what it was, and they uh, they just tried to do some things different from the Harley motor and. You know, what was they, the first one they made? Vegas or something like well, that. Well, it was a V ninety two C. Was I don't know what they called it, but the Vegas eight ball I think was their their most popular. Yeah. But, I, almost, uh, I almost bought one of those before the Dyna. Well, they're a nice looking bike. They're I mean, a nice looking bike, man. They're just not. A, they're just not a torque machine. Like they're just not a Harley though. They, so they don't sound well. <laughs> the only thing I've noticed because the, the, the yeah. pistons are opposed at fifty percent. You know, so it makes a different noise. It the, does. The one thing that I've always noticed though too is, uh, like the the chrome, and the stators, are just not the greatest. Maybe in the earlier models. Well, the stator in a Harley is deep down in the guts. The stator on the Victories on the outside of the primary cover. Okay. And so, so to change the stator out, it takes more of a beating. It's everything. like plug and play for a change of stator out in a Victory. Right. I know when I had my old 1978 GS750, one of the upgrades was to get rid of the rectifier and the. Uh, oh God damn it! Now I'm fucking having a brain fart. What's the thing that helps the? Uh, oh, the regulator and the rectifier. They're they're two separate units. On the old Suzuki's. Wrecked them. Okay. Damn near killed them. Uh, yeah. That's what I was thinking. I'm like, what are you trying to say? Right, Wrecked I know. Right? Yeah. yeah, whatever. Technology. But yeah. one of the upgrades was to get a Polaris rectifier regulator combo and wire that into your bike, and it's supposed to be just amazing. So apparently they got that going for them. Right. Well, I just want to back up for a second. I just want to say something controversial because far be it from us not to leave something on the table. Yeah, what's up? Ah, no, I just did any, any of the victory bashers out there. Say what you want, but have you ridden one? That's all. So just ride one and then make your make your choice. I have a firm uh, belief that I can get my jollies on any fucking motorcycle. Thank oh, you. Yeah, yeah thank I, they you. all got their own qualities. I mean, yeah. you know, uh, Suzuki, the M109R. I'll tell you what, man, that is one badass V-twin yeah. right from the get-go. The only thing you need to change on that is the exhaust. That's it, right yeah. front. You know, I mean, it's got a 220 rear. It's based off of the Hayabusa, but it's a bagger, and it's got tons of torque and tons of holes. I'd, I'd love to take a rocket out and Triumph rocket, you know, just to see what the hell sure. that thing does. I'd like to try to try out the the Boss Hoss there, the I, Boss Hog or whatever the fuck that V10 thing is. Yeah, I I <laughs> or V8 or whatever it is. Yeah, it's got a, what is that? That's the V. It's like a Chevy uh, motor on it. Yeah, it's got a 350 you sit on small block or a 502 big block. All Can you I know imagine strapping onto a fucking Bible too. It's, it's just pointless. <laughs> All I know is I was on a, I was on a poker run. I wouldn't mind having one for their fucking tri- trike. I was on a poker run for Abate and I was next to a guy that had one of those with the big 
Yeah. The gas tank that's about this. Yeah, big, they're you know? fucking ungodly. And and uh, we're going along at about 55 miles an hour, and he says, watch this. And he hits the gas and, like, lays rubber. <laughs> <you know? laughs> Just by going like that, I was like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> All right. like, if you go down the rabbit hole of fucking YouTube, you'll see guys with, like, LS motors, you know, the new Chevy motor, the LS motor with turbos on them, and they're going down the interstate, and they're just fucking frying a tire at 85. I mean, it, it's a gimmicky bike. I would never want one. <laughs> Although, there are, there's still, like, okay, I believe that everybody has, like, certain bikes that they want to get that they'll probably never get because they can never justify actually going out and getting them because it's just sort of like a, you know, I want it, and uh, but do I really want it? But it's their dream. Yeah. yeah. Like, if I ever won the lottery if speech. If I won, right, yeah. Right, right. yeah. Like, uh, I would love to have a KZ-1000, an old-school KZ-1000, like Mad Max I fucking KZ-1000. That's uh, Keanu nine. Reeves' bike of choice. I had I a 900. Is it? I believe so, yeah. Maybe Keanu Reeves makes a pretty fucking Arch awesome motorcycles. Arch They're those... using that SNS 144. Yeah, it's fucking badass bikes. I yeah, we got 82,000. They'll make one perfect for you. I had a 70. <laughs> you know, no, they, they are badass, man. I think it was a 77 900. Yeah. Man, I think it was just. I had a 650. That was wicked fast. They always. I, I heard. I don't know who the fuck told me this. Silly, stupid, fast. Oh yeah. Yeah. I yeah. heard just this. a big, big. I mean, now I I know why they call them an iron bike. It's just a big hunk of fast iron. That's yeah. It. Yeah. I always heard that Kawasaki made the like outrageous bikes. Like, I would kill myself on an H H2, the supercharged fucking Cowie bike. Yep. The whatever ungodly amount of fucking horsepower it makes. But Kawasaki makes, like, batshit crazy motorcycles, right? Even the old H2 that was a uh, uh, two-stroke, fastest bike made back then. Mm-hmm. Suzuki is, like, a close second. They're not as fast and as crazy, but they're right there. And then Honda just figures out how to make everything super affordable and makes a million of them. Well, Honda figures out where all you have to do is add oil. It'll never blow up. Yeah. And Yamahas are just for nerds. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's right. Oh. All the warrior people are mad yeah. now. Yeah. Wow, you just Yamaha, to say you just Yamaha is where they test people. out the turn signals. Dislike. What? <laughs> Yamaha is where they test out the turn signals. I Yamaha, Yamaha has that patented turn signal. They talk about that. I had a Delta Box well, technology well, motorcycle. I have, well, no. That's I, what they hang their hat on. We got this Banshee, turn signal, man. The Banshee. <laughs> Yeah, that is one that Yamaha can put down in the books. That if you don't know anything about them, you know about that. Well, I'll say this right now: they're V Max. V Maxes are probably one of the yeah. best bikes ever fucking made. Yeah, across the board. I was going to say, yeah. V-Max. You want to talk cruiser? V Max. You want to talk sport bike? Well, fucking V Max. Just all around oh, yeah, performance wise, damn good money, bike. It's a damn good bike. Yep. You know, I've I mean, heard that once you get about one ten, though, they get a little wild, like a little shaky. And it's just because of the fucking body design. Well, yeah, it's it's not does you know it's not a don't know. Yeah, it's not a you know sport bet, bike per se. I hear a, I hear you get to the one ten real quick on it. That's what. Yeah, I, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, my my instructor when I got my license, he had one street strip. Old guy. <laughs> he let me ride it, you know, and I'm like, damn, why you got this big ass gauge here and this there? He goes. You would not believe what it would do in the quarter mile. Well, oh, that's I what I find. I go, you race it? He goes, some of those yep. older, those older dudes, like yep. they want those big, yep. powerful bikes. Well, yeah. it's a, it's they've a, reached that stage. You it's know? a cruiser. I mean, before the M109 came out, that was your cruiser crotch rocket. 
All right, so you got best million, of both worlds in one bike. Million dollars, right? You got a million dollars, and you can buy whatever motherfucking bike you want in time. What would you get? Ooh, that's a tough one. That's Street why I asked special. No. Yeah, right. <laughs> Black with a thirty-one inch front wheel. Honestly, <laughs> I would get. I don't know what year it is. Yeah. Um, was it Galloping Goose or Booze Runners? Booze Fighters. Booze Fighters. Booze Fighters. Yeah. Where they all have that old, like, 40-something style Harley Davidson with, well, the, actually, with the push rods that actually you can see the oil running down the, them and the, shit. The first bike that, that did that, though, was a Crocker. Yeah, a Crocker was yeah, the first big beach went out there. These guys got somewhere in their, you know, their thing. Oh yeah, yeah. That yeah. they have to have this style thing, and they have the articulated. Somebody uh, on the Facebook page, look it up and post it for us. Uh, sidecar. So when you lean, <laughs> the wheel on the sidecar leans. Wait, yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, so I, I want to say it was that because that, there's answer like a, the fucking question. What bike would you get? That All one. factual that statements one. are made. That one. <laughs> Yeah. That, yeah. that bike. Whatever I looked that, it up on the internet. must yeah. be true. Yeah. Whatever that bike is, that bike. Okay. Dirty? Oh, man. God, I think it's a 42 something. Honestly? No, no. Fucking lie to me. I love it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I... <laughs> Second runner-up, Easy Rider. Okay. Fair enough. God, any, any, any amount of money. What? what? <sighs> well, see, because there's, there's the want. And then there's the realistic one. Yeah. Right. Well, so you want a chopper, so you'll settle right, for you're Jay a Leno. CB900, <laughs> a CB900 Honda Jalopy, like they used to do with the fucking. Oh. Four, they'd make their own like little header, just rip yeah. the fucking mufflers off, yeah. throw out that big rake, and man, they got a machine. <laughs> uh, I can see Dirty any, riding a big rake it, machine. It, I could. Like, any which way but loose. Twenty foot front end. There's know? already there's. <laughs> works because there's like there's shit that i'm gonna do and i know it but when i think of if i won the lottery it'd be something that i would never buy because i couldn't afford it type deal god i don't know i would those fucking new ducatis are fucking oh, ridiculous the 999 no i think what i fucking forgot what it is but just the technology that's involved oh, in that and it's you know got like a 60 70 thousand dollar price tag i would never buy that you know no first of all no 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 bank in the world is going to give me a loan for that fucking motorcycle. They're smarter than that. But try imagining how much a custom Ducati like Michael Jordan see, say would buy. Well, I don't have Michael Jordan money. Right, right. So. So he's got fuck you money, and yeah. then there's fuck you money behind the fuck you money. But you're going strictly <laughs> performance. Like, what could I take that money and get the best possible? Like me, I'm I'm more for nostalgia. I would probably buy like a, I'd want like that 1936 Crocker V Twin, the first one that right, was making right. the big. The big power and the beach wind, you know, with the horsepower. I mean, yeah, me personally, I mean, you know, I mean, yeah, I mean, you can go down the list. Oh, I want a panhead. I want a fucking knuckle. I want this. I want that. Oh, it would be great to have a collection. And well, let's I mean, be realistic. I, I personally, I have a really hard time buying something and leaving it the fuck alone. Yeah. You know, really hard time. That was my point I was going to make, too. Right. I owned seven motorcycles at one point in time. Right. And it's, it's every, every fucking car, bike, truck. Whatever. If I owned it, I have done things to it to change it to make it the way I want it to be. But you got to ride them. You, you, well, yeah. They well, need, no, that's you can't my, let them sit. That's the or, other point I was going to say, too, is, you know, I wouldn't want to buy one that's already, like, done. I'd want to buy that bike there and try to restore it so I could get to know it. 
Sure. Does that but, make sense? That no, sense. and my point is, is that, I mean. But I would like to rebuild it right to it's, factory. It's within that. the realm of possibility for me to own any one of those bikes that Harley's ever made. It's within the realm. You know, am I going to, do I have 10 grand to drop on a, some basket case panhead? No. I might someday. I could get rear-ended. <laughs> <laughs> you know get that neck oh, money oh my yeah. neck my oh, neck oh shit <laughs> that neck money don't go very far <laughs> you, would, you would know you would know but hey everything's paid off and my bike is badass man yeah no it's fucking it yeah I, I haven't seen it yet i can't wait to see oh, it oh my god I, 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 I got it back right before it got cold and i rode that fucker as much as i could yeah, man, you were telling me about it when i talked to you when i was in florida i am glad it's all paid off right on. i got a ton of shit done to it it's my bike now and uh I'm happy. That's actually, I think, the key to owning a motorcycle is truly owning it. Because if you're if you're paying for that thing on time, it's, it's that's a different type of ownership. Wow. And I'm not I'm not bashing against that, but I'm just when you own it outright, I don't know, man. It's like a different set of rules, you know. Yeah, yeah. And then I got to you know I had some money to play with, and I got to do exactly and everything I wanted to do that I imagined that. I was going to do someday. You know, I always got that someday. And uh, <laughs> that someday was a few months ago. So, you know, I'm very happy with it. I got to say, brother, you've come, you come a long way since when I first met you. You were on that yellow and purple Gixxer. Hey, I love that bike. I love that bike so much. That was the second one that I've owned. And I, uh, that same year. I remember <laughs> I, had, I was as recently patched into the club and like hey thinking about coming our way ah no 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 i love my sport bike now i'm fine right where i'm at and i would still own it if the troy wouldn't have uh, made me that ridiculous offer and because uh, i priced it so high that i didn't want to sell it i wanted to keep it yeah. and uh hey that was a 1991 750 he offered me 2500 bucks Who's going to say no to that? Wow, yeah. That, that age, you're, you're lucky to get a buck of CC. Right. At that age, I mean, I, you know? think, I think that thing was probably worth Blue Book 2,700 in perfectly in mint condition, condition yeah. under 10,000 miles. This thing had uh, 30 some thousand miles, uh, probably 1,900 on my best day, 15 if I'm lucky. Yeah. Hell yeah. Well, the Ducati I was talking about, it's called the. Penagalli V4R. It's 234 horsepower out of the box. So that's the bike Dirty wants to die on, just to let you know. I would be, yeah, a greasy a spot. greasy spot. The old lady set for life, yada, yada, yada. <laughs> that, that's a, yeah, that would be a very nice bike. Yeah, but, 234 horsepower on a bike that weighs 365 pounds. But I would rather go with its competition, the new Aprila. Yeah. But how many Aprila dealers are there around here? Aha, that's my point. Because then I'm going to ride to some bitch probably across country to try to see how fast I can go. Because if I bought that bike cash, Honestly, chances are I'm not working anymore. Right, you know right. what? <laughs> Honestly, I don't think there is a dealer in the States. I yeah, think you have to order it from like a... Aprilla? Yeah, I think no, you have to order is. that from a, no. like an they exotic sell. dealer, won't you? Well, they, there's dealers that sell over here. In Augusta. Augusta V... I think it's a V4... I was, I was no, just going to say... Yeah, Gus is fucking... Yeah, those 1,000s. Yeah. Have you ever seen that movie, I, Robot, with uh, fucking yeah. uh, Will Smith? Will Smith yeah. He's yeah. got one of those. They got the oh, four man. pipes, and yeah, yeah. Oh, those are fucking... Those are fucking sweet. Beastly. But I sat on one. I sat on one. That didn't sound good. It's all right. 
I sat on one <laughs> at a Chicago bike it's show. It's just going to burn a hole in his pocket. Ah, details, details. Here's yeah, what's right, weird. Right. Here's what's weird Another about Satan those. Patch. Those fucking bikes, those uh, pasta rockets, if you will. If they feel so dainty, like it feels like you ever, you, you know, you sit on a fucking Harley. It's like, you know, man, it's like a right. fucking motor. It's a dump truck of motorcycles. Feels nimble. It, yeah, yeah, but. <laughs> What is fucking, it? Three uh, hundred. I meant the bike you're talking. Oh not yeah, on, yeah, not, yeah, a, yeah, Harley. not a Harley. No, no. Oh, first time I ever rode a Harley. I thought pounds maybe. But I mean, yeah, they're everything is so delicate and it's so. But just the speed alone, the handling, fuck, unmatched. Well, you know, unmatched. I, I believe it's a Prelude. They still use the same technology that the Hurricane and the. Um, VFR from Honda. Well, they actually got the technology from them I don't know. Um, with the single swing arm, and that's why it handles curves. Like even if you got like waves in the curves. Well, Ducatis run a single swing arm too. Right, and the reason why Triumph did for it, a little bit too. On it flexes. Things. I think they still do. So if you're going around a curve at high speeds, yeah, it it the whole like the the bike itself flexes over them. These newer sport bikes have traction control. Oh, yeah. I mean. My old gesture, man, the faster you went, if you have the dampeners, the dampers and your shocks adjusted just right, mm-hmm. every five miles an hour, you feel that bike squat. It might squat in the back, it might squat in the front. Depends on what kind of bump you hit. I think you just need fork seals. No. <laughs> There's adjusters on <laughs> No, I don't. Yeah, I don't, I don't. It's just amazing. And I didn't know what that was all about until somebody adjusted mine right. And I, was mm. like, and I felt that. I'm like... Oh damn! Yeah, I never felt this on my old seventy-seven nine hundred. <laughs> I mean, What's funny is we're all know. sitting here. We're talking about you know jet bikes or sport bikes or crotch rockets or whatever you want to call them, and you know we appreciate them and we fuck love riding them. But every single one, every single guy here sitting at this table rides a Harley. Uh, I mean, I've or had a Victory. I've well, had Victory uh, down south, the Harley up yeah. north. Yeah, <laughs> living the good life. I've had six Harleys. Oh, well, you counting know. this one. I've only had two. Yeah, me too. Um, two of them, almost three, so we'll say two and a half, I inherited in a box. Yeah. Um, it was an old Panhead, 63, 64. I don't even know what the half of one was. I figured out how to take some parts and made one bike. Yeah. And that was cool. That's what I love about Harleys, man. That was the first bike I ever simple. put together. I love the fact that Harleys are simple. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I love the fa- it's got a push rod motor. It's no crazy ass shit. It's simple. Oh yeah, anything to fix on that <coughs> any of my sport bikes? Yeah. Any of my jet bikes, period. It was a pain in the ass. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's cuz of the small hands. You think that's what it is? Yeah, Japanese people have small I hands. I just can't figure out their thinking sometimes like why do you have to do all this craziness with chains? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> it's too many camshafts. But well, we've talked about I do know it. what does not work on a chain. <coughs> What's that? When you lose that Jesus clip or that old holy yeah. shit clip. Yeah. And you try to use some copper wire. Really? Doesn't work. Wire, it worked for me. Didn't work for the fat man I sold it to. Mm. Well, wow, so that wasn't like a quick fix to get home. That was a that was a Forever quick, fix, quick, huh? That was a quick fix to trade that thing nice. for the 900. <laughs> nice. I didn't know he was going to ride it. Got anything yeah. else for sale? <laughs> do, do you know what? He should have checked it. 
Mm. He should have had a safety See, inspection yeah. done. Yeah, I would do it a chain. I've used a paper clip to hold brake pads in before. Now, that would probably work better than copper. Yeah. I saw a picture on the Internet that had somebody using zip ties for a master link. I yeah. saw that, too. <laughs> Whatever gets you home, man. Whatever gets you home. God, what the hell was it that I seen? Well, okay, funny story. This guy's stuck in the snow years ago. I'm in the truck with my boss. Uh, we go to pull him out. He's got a Ford Thunderbird, the old 80s style. So I had the big, long nose, fiberglass front end, right? Yeah. I go to get underneath the car to put the strap on there. He goes, oh, no, no, man, the strap's got a, got a hole in it and everything. Here, he opens up the hood. He stuffs it down behind the radiator and everything, you know, big old wide spot, and he wraps it around the whole front end of this car. I'm going, Bosco's let him do it because mm. he knows what's going to happen. And I'm sitting there looking at that, man, like, we're ripping something off today. Heh, <laughs> you know what happened? He went to go pull them out, and that whole thing cinched up. All that car, like, it just ripped right through that fiberglass, right to the uh, bumper support. Nice. He did get pulled out. And you know what? That was a nice-looking car. <laughs> that guy gets out, and he undoes it, and he goes, oh, well, at least I'm out of the ditch. Yeah, people. <laughs> Some people got that kind of money. So my point is. What's that? Do you have a point? Well, get to it. If it sounds stupid, because we've all done stupid stuff, let the person that owns it do it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I had a point. I had to think about no, it. No, no, no. I was right off the top of my head. but you know. I have uh, Afro-engineered many, many mechanical <laughs> things myself. Hebrew technology. I had a 72 Dodge Dart you know, with the old Slant, the, the, uh, yep. slant 6. You, you Probably best motor Mopar ever made. Leaning tower power. Yeah, just keep oiling them. Don't let them get. Don't let them get dry. Three eighteen. Right. But uh, I remember uh, blowing out a torsion bar on it. Mm. Boom! Went off like a shotgun. Of course, I got no money, so I'm you know hitting the bumps, and of course you know it sounded like a jackhammer yep. every time. So, me and a buddy got the bright idea. Well, we need to put a shim in there just to hold it in place. And so I took a two by four. <laughs> <laughs> And scouts on her, man, to, <coughs> and cut this little two-by-four block that would fit up in there. And then I took zip ties all around it one way and then all around it the other way. Oh, wow. And then duct taped that motherfucker all the way around all, and stuck it up in there. And that lasts almost a month. Wow. Yeah, until it finally went. And my dad had uh, seen that all of it happened and grabbed the car and went and uh, got it all welded back up again. Then called me a dumbass for... <laughs> <laughs> It worked yeah, for a month. It man. worked for a month, man. We tried rocks in the beginning; and those didn't work too well. No, but you know, I also remember having an old '65 Mercury Comet with my brother, and the armature for the clutch had bent. Yeah. And so we had like a box of clutch springs we got from the the boneyard, and yeah. every now and then it'd snap one, and one of us, whoever was in the passenger seat, would climb underneath the car at the intersection, boom, put the, <laughs> put the spring back on again, and away we go. You know. It was, Different world back then, man. Well, I, me and a buddy of mine, we stole some... Uh, We're talking about stupid shit we've done here with cars and mechanical crap. Folks. I had an 81 Cutlass Supreme, and... Uh, I had a 76. It, it was pretty fast, you know, and everything. And we went to the junkyard and stole some uh, Kreger SS with some slicks on it. Well, come to find stuff. out, you know, I didn't have no money for no air shocks or nothing. So um, <laughs> my dad had a two-by-four in the garage, 
and cut it, cut it, cut it, and that had coil springs in the back. We jacked that fucker up, put two two by fours in oh, there, yeah. two in there, jacked that thing right up, and had that much clearance. Yeah. Whatever gets you down the road, man. Well, I tell you what, I wish I would have used uh, a harder wood though, because yeah. they snapped. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I was I was grinding all the way home back. I had, hey, guess what? They weren't slicks no more. They had one groove. Nice, like a nice red maple burl or <laughs> yeah, something. Yeah, you know? yeah, that makes them legal. I remember yeah. when I went and did a burnout with them, and uh, you ever see those videos that they advertise or that they put on YouTube? You know, eight hundred horse and a big old coal burning fucking. Uh, Cummins, yeah, and the tire blows up. Well, yeah. guess what? A 262 um, V8 with smog control and a 1981 Cutlass Supreme can do the same thing. Well, All you gotta do is put grooves in it. <laughs> boom, boom. <laughs> it's a bleach. Like, it's just, a bleach. You know, when people are like, you know, does your motorcycle do a wheelie? Every motorcycle can do a wheelie <laughs> if you're determined. <laughs> hey, that little trip 50 trail boss used to do a wheelie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. You, hell, you could do a, a wheelie on a moped. Yeah. I have. <laughs> I, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I used to have a Honda Spree, and I took it off of a jump. Guess what? Your shock don't work no more. I, know, I was going to say. Now it's I'm, a rigid. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Try riding a rigid 47cc that can't go barely over 52 miles an hour on a, on a tire that, that tall. Yeah, Yeah, Uh, I I see it down in Florida. I see a lot of people riding them scooters around, those little 150cc scooters. Like a Honda Ruckus or something? I don't know. Just those little little scooters, you know, that you don't have to have a license for. Oh, okay. But uh, I got to give those people credit. I mean, I don't have any respect because they're not on a big bike. But by the same token, they're riding around on them goddamn roads out in traffic on those tiny little scooters. I mean, that takes some big balls to do that. you well, can't even get out of your own way, for crying out loud. I mean, I, you're out there in traffic. and I've never time, understood so. mopeds as far as, like, why wouldn't you just get, like, a motorcycle? Right. Oh, well, like, there, there's a big law thing there. Because I remember, like, back when I was a teenager. No, that's when Sprees first came out. Right. But, and they were popular as hell because they were a 48 or 47 cc. So they're under that law where yeah. you could be 13 to have one, but you had to have headgear you could not go on any roads i think uh higher than 35 miles an hour the only the only law i know of is you have to have a driver's license maybe it was 14 or 15 but check the cc deal no you had to have a driver's license you didn't need a motorcycle endorsement if it was under 50 ccs now it is i'm talking back oh i wasn't there when the rubber (laughs) knife gangs existed because i was like the mods and the rockers i was not the leader i made proby but i never no. <laughs> finished. Can't talk about it. I didn't it. have a big enough blade on my rubber handle. <laughs> He's like back in Quadrophenia days. Right. Wow. Sting, you know. I did have a Honda Raz, though, boy. at one time, too, with no did muffler. You? Oh, my God. That thing sounded like it was raping a rape, grape ape, but <laughs> they weren't doing shit. Yeah. I once knew a guy that put a 50 shot of nitrous on his moped. Guess what? Blew up. <laughs> yeah, I wonder why. It blew up. So you were gonna say what? What didn't you understand about mopeds? Oh well, I mean, it's just, it's kind of one of those vibes where I'm like, you know, okay, I understand if you're a college student and you're just bebopping around on campus, but like if you're a grown ass man driving to and from work every day and you've got a fucking moped with a fucking lunchbox, dude, just get a goddamn motorcycle. I know. You look that, silly. Yeah. You, nobody. 
He's a full-blown so adult. Crazy man, they got you know this this, this man. little fifty fucking thing. Yeah. A big old guy strap a guy on it, and then he's got a trunk. Yeah, <laughs> it's a cute yeah. Just get a tiny little tour pack, yeah. and that's an accessory you got to buy separate. <laughs> it's like wow. <laughs> Yeah. What 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 section of JP Cycle mag catalog is that in? <laughs> right, I think it's JC Whitney. JC, oh JC Whitney, yeah. JC Whitney yeah. on the upside down. It's right pages. next, to, yeah, it's right next to the base lights, <laughs> right? And the air shocks for your '86 Cutlass. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I never did get, I never ever did get air shocks for that car. By the way, it had glass packs though, didn't it? Uh, cherry bombs, cherry bombs. No, no. You had the big money. You got the turbo mufflers. No, no. That had a Camaro muffler on it because Camaro mufflers. Yeah. Right? Yep. So it fit up in there. Nice. But I also had cutouts on my headers oh. once I put a 396 in it. I do. Yeah. And that had no back brakes. So man. You, you really have been a motoring dumbass for a long time. And, I, you know, and <laughs> self taught. Self taught. Yeah, that's my, that my point, brother. <laughs> I, seriously, I, like, I would go, you know, these guys would be uh, like, you know, all talk about how expensive a chilton book was and all this shit and i'm like dude library library exactly. the library's got hands books man yeah they're just as good zero guess machines. What? it costs you nothing nickel a copy and as long <laughs> as you can read big bold letters because you know for some reason mechanic books are always bigger bolder print small words and they use they use words you can understand um yeah yeah but shit nowadays i mean google just go on to youtube and Everybody's got a, a how-to on it, everything on yeah, YouTube. Yeah, there's a video to do anything on YouTube. Oh, yeah. How-to. Yep. It's amazing. Some, I mean, some of it's, like, super, super legit. Like, you know, trade schools putting out videos, you know, well, showing you how to do whatever you want to do. There's some stuff that I, you know, like, and I'm sure you've done it. I already have, like, you know, like, say, uh, ch- change of brake pads, we'll say. I know how to do it. Done it a hundred times. Well, maybe there might be an easier way to do something oh, yeah. that you think is a pain in the ass. Sure. Do Google it. You will find 15 different fucking ways to do, 50, you know, and... And then read the comments. Yeah. Because then, that, then then the guys will say, well, I tried that, but then this happened and that happened. Right, the forums. The I like forums. going on forums. Sure, you know? sure. I mean, yeah. there's always that one guy that's going to be an asshole that just doesn't like anybody's There's shit, more than but... one guy. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. But, I mean, you know, for the most part, I mean, you know... I don't know, my last truck when I got my exhaust on it. Dude, I, I went through YouTube videos to see what they sounded like and, and yeah. prices and all that shit. Hey, guess what? I went out and bought Flowmaster. Cool. Because of the, you know, what Google can do for you. I mean, I hate technology. I really do. I like old school shit, man, but. Yeah. Once I- you stop breaking the computer, hey, it's pretty cool. <laughs> hey man, you know it's you know it's it's just like motorcycles. You know, we had Miho in here the other day and he's he's talking about his carbureted mi- motorcycle that he had, you know, like it was some sort of like yeah, I had I had a carbureted, carbureted motorcycle. Yeah, like yeah. it was a big deal. Yeah. And to him it probably was cuz it was the first carbureted the old well, the only isn't carbureted. Is he pretty young? Yeah. He's, he's kind of young compared to us. Well, yeah. So he probably, yeah, he probably don't know. I mean, but I'm just saying, it's it's. He doesn't strike me as uh, super mechanically inclined unless it comes to a heater or, or air conditioner. But you know, my point is, it's like in 20 years, a carbureted motorcycle will be so fucking antique. Wow. There will be guys that have zero fucking knowledge about them. Yeah. 
you know, you, you'll go to shops and they'll look at your car and be like, I ain't working on that. I don't know. what the Where do I plug my laptop, laptop into? Oh, uh, yeah. You know? Uh, that last job I had driving, uh, they hired a, a kid as a mechanic right out of school. Um, we have all old shit. I bet yeah. you they never even covered that in the textbooks. Oh. Sure shit. He gets in there. He goes, where do you hook up the computer? Again. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we had fuel pumps, not injection, well, you know, not electronic injection. You know, I mean, it's all old shit. You don't hook up a computer. And what's what's the odds that he's going to find another job where everybody's got old shit? That's, you know, that's they're not going to teach it in school because it's obsolete technology. Nobody's going to use it. That's why you go to a Harley dealership looking for parts for, say, well, I don't know, a 2000 Dyna. And they're going to look like, yeah, we, we don't have any of that. Right. I mean, they have some stuff, but because you know some stuff carries over. But like, I remember when I first got that bike, I was looking for uh, the the uh, oh god damn it, it was a jet kit. I forget the name brand I was looking for, and uh, they were like, "Yeah, we don't have that. You're gonna go have to go somewhere else." MrCycleParts.com. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they told me to go across well, the street. All, no, all, well, do you know? Do you know about MrCycleParts.com? I don't know about MrCycleParts. It's a it's it's a search engine. Is it really? It is. Really. And what it does is that you put whatever part you need. So I'm looking for this. This is what I want, and it goes out to like 1,300 different right. anybody, parts and parts so and bone yards. that's that are in. got that part in their data. And then they all respond back to you, and then you're able to pick and choose. And a lot of guys have picked up old gaskets and I gotta say and that, that is need, that, so. that is a good thing about technology. But at the same time, I mean, my high school years, I grew up in Fort Wayne, Indiana. I'm sorry. Uh, I, it was exciting at points because <laughs> I'll tell you what. Do you know what Indiana? I mean, everybody goes to Indiana for car parts. That is a true statement. I mean, dude, if Fort Wayne, Indiana, yeah. we had five. Why? Why is that? I I don't know. Yeah, it's weird. Five, we had five legit huge junkyards within. This was just on the south side of Fort Wayne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and five minutes. It, it was crazy. I mean, that's what we used to do on a Saturday. We used to smoke a joint, park the car in the fuck parking lot, make sure we fed the fucking angry dog that's tied up that looks like he's got mange and fucking rabies and yeah. wants to tear you up, and we go walking around fuck junkyard. Right, it, my old my older brother and I rebuilt a 1965 Corvair van. Yeah, we, we built that motor and we did that. Yeah, back roaming around junkyards and. My very first car that I never really got to license or anything was a, a 71 Nova SS. I bought the whole thing out of a junkyard. And me and my buddies, you know, my dad, he okayed it, and uh, that's what we did. I mean, fuck, we'd go to a junkyard just to go to a junkyard and come out of there with shit that we never was even looking for. It's just cool, yeah. <laughs> you know. Well, I don't know. we've covered everything on this podcast. I think this is probably our best one yet because it makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. Definitely Seinfeld-esque. It really is. I mean, we've talked about being truck drivers and motorcycles and junkyards and putting two-by-fours and coil springs and cutlasses. So on the way here, my cab of my truck was kind of like the, uh, you remember that movie with You wrote, Chichin You drove Chunk? a truck here? You're not a real biker, dude. Yeah, I know it's kind of oh, cold. Wow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> dude, it's 20 fucking 22 degrees. So what, today. man? I'll, I'll I am not right. Well, I came from Beloit, not my house. So I mean, if I came from my uh, house, so I might what, have dude? I, let's I, do an experiment. All right, go for go go on your phone, post on the Bikers Lifestyle Facebook page. Oh, don't do it. And, and see. <laughs> don't you do it? Don't you goddamn do it? 
No, but and say you're so not a real biker. You're not a real biker. So that Cheech and Chong movie, Up in Smoke, where they're parked and he rolls down the window and it's on the back, smoke, man. And the smoke yeah. just rolls out. It isn't on the he back goes, of the car. Goes, yeah. He goes, "Hey, man, I hope we're driving okay." He goes, man, I think, I we're, think parked. we're fucking parked. Now the smoke comes parked, out. Well, so my truck looked like that when, we, when I, I don't know why, but so <laughs> I'm gonna have to go back through and just watch this podcast just so I can remember because <laughs> I don't remember shit that we just said today. This is my first podcast I've ever done sober. Actually, that's true. It is. Nice. That's true. That yeah, that's a true thing. Oh, I'm sober. In fact, we have one podcast out I, there. No, go for it. We, I ran into a skunk. We've got the first one we ever did. <laughs> has never seen the light of day, and he and I are the only two who have ever seen it. Oh, yeah. Because he doesn't remember. Wasted. <laughs> Wasted. Yeah, and we'll just leave no, that. No, I, I I enjoyed it, man. Uh, so those that want to actually make a little bit of extra money for us, I'll take $15 per person. We'll get you the link so you can see the act. I'm just kidding. I wouldn't do that. Oh, no. That, that, no, that, that's it. Right I, I deleted price. it. It's been buried. And oh, I well. do have a new book coming out called yeah. <laughs> Jokes for the You Are Not a Biker. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be posting it on uh, Biker's Lifestyle Oh, this perfect. Week. Yeah. Nice. Well. I suppose you're not a real biker. Yeah. So I guess I guess uh, for all for I guess all the admins two people that are still listening to this. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> nice. No shit for all our for our two fans out there. For our two fans that stuck through this whole video. Oh, it went down to two. Yeah. Well, we had three. We, we lost. We lost. So one the guy after. doesn't like skunks because I run him over. No, we had no. this controversial guest today. Wouldn't fucking stop talking about trucks and uh, putting two by fours fine. in for. <laughs> no. Hey. So no, nah, we've been great, dude. It's been a great time. No, fuck it. Not everybody can be me. No, who? That's exactly. why I enjoy life, man. Because yeah. I would hate to fucking run into me. <laughs> dude, don't say the smartest thing to say it for the last thing to say. Well, why not? I gotta oh, go I out with a bang. There you go. Do you like to bullshit us? No, because Dirty always asks one thing of our guests before we sign off. I do. Yeah, you got anything to say, like that you want, like out there in the ether for everybody to fucking know. Don't be a douchebag. Don't be a dude. That's fucking awesome. Don't be a douchebag. Don't be a douchebag. Right. I think that's. I think that's how we're gonna end this. That sums it up. I'm not even gonna say anything after that either. We'll do just can we use that catchphrase? Absolutely. Do nice. what you gotta do. Just don't be a douchebag. Do what you gotta do. Dirty Tank and Gopher from the Bikers Lifestyle Podcast Say don't be a douchebag. Don't be a douchebag. Peace. Right on. Peace. <laughs>